Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the guy at the garbage pail kid desk, covered in dust of some nefarious situation. John Wayne, that's right, I'm back here in Wayne Manor, where I reside in the West Wing in the studio of evil, evil, if you will, as I uh, am most often uh, occupying when I'm here. I have my nice big black cup of coffee here and my drink coffee Hail Satan mug from Chris and Alicia Stamps. Thanks, guys. Ice cold Topo Chico, because I need that, and a big bowl of Grandpappy Medicia. Now, uh, this is a little bit of a, a mixed bowl, if you will. I I uh, got some uh, a new strain uh, myself. It's uh, called Elmer's Glue. And uh, then a friend of mine uh, brought a little bit with him uh, the, yesterday, and, and we ground it up together and, and made a little pile, and now I'm, I'm still smoking off that. So this is a nice little uh, mix uh, of head, uh, head medicine, I think. So, so far... So good. So, yes, I am here, uh, of course, again. It, now, let me just say, this is, you know, I usually record these on Sunday, and then they go up on Monday. Uh, I am actually recording this uh, on Monday, and I'm going to put it up directly after. Uh, you know, it's it's in the morning time. Look, here's the deal. I, uh, I was way too hungover on Sunday to formulate any kind of semblance of anything i was uh you know had a had a good night a good saturday night if you will i um of course uh i had a couple beers couple pops nothing too nothing too crazy you know of course i had some grandpappy's medicine but i also had to uh you know throw it into the mix um with a friend uh who you know i'm not gonna blow up a spot on here but we had uh, heroic doses of uh, this gel acid, three hits a piece, and uh, resulted in me like bo- like I laid on the floor here in the studio of evil, and uh, I put my sunglasses on eh, for some reason. Laid on the floor, looked up. I had the light like uh, very low and, and and nice in here, like I like it, and. Uh, I have uh, my record collection, as you know or don't know. I love to collect uh, vinyl records of all kinds and all uh, eras and all that kind of stuff. So I have a I have a pretty decent collection of records, and some of the stuff I listen to is is kind of weird. Um, not I mean I don't know. Some people may think it's weird. One of the bands I listen to quite a bit, especially when I'm writing, uh, is a band called Sun. That's S U N N. And then some people are like, "Oh, it's Sun O, isn't it?" No, it's not. Sun is the name of the band. Their emblem is the amp company in the 60s, Sun Amps. And they were bass amps, and so they were, you know, low, super low end for basses. And this band came around and, and refurbished a bunch of those amps and, and brought them uh, to use, and they play guitar and stuff through them. And it's really low and just kind of a droning, dirge sound. Um, they're songs, but, you know, it's not... You're, you don't listen to them and say, like, oh that's a song necessarily it's a lot of like like just low tones playing and uh it's very very cool i like it and i put i was putting that on on my stereo here just laying on the floor in front of it and blasting the sun while i watched the posters on my uh ceiling melt together which was fun 
which is always fun. And I like literally we lay we blasted records like that for probably two hours or so, which is awesome. I I like I love to listen to music. Uh, but sometimes you don't get the the time, or or you or we I guess we forget to make the time, or to just sit and listen to music sometimes. And uh, I I like that. I enjoy that. So that was that was a nice treat, I think, and a reminder to be like, hey, you know, chill out every once in a while and just lay on the floor and listen to a, a record. Uh, it doesn't have to be a crazy drony weird record. Just anything, you know. Uh, I even put on a Warren Zevon record in there too. I threw everything in there. I put Dillinger Escape Plan on, uh, blasted that, blasted a one, and ended it with a one side of Roger Waters' Pros and Cons of Hitchhiking, uh, because I just you know love that record as well. If you know anything about me, you know that. So, long story longer. That is why. So the next day, so Sunday morning, I was just toast. I, I just didn't feel like talking about anything or doing much of anything to be quite honest with you I I did uh, I did however build a bookshelf now I know if you follow my Instagram I took pictures of uh, the progression of my building this bookshelf now you know I'm not a handy person a handy man uh, maybe given handies but I, I don't necessarily uh, I'm not one to f- want to fix something or uh, desire to learn how to fix anything but you know I uh that's just not my thing my mind doesn't like to work that way uh I guess but I for my uh birthday I received from my wonderful in-laws a uh well first of all I got a badass hat like I I I like to wear these caps baseball caps so I got a uh Toronto Blue Jays all blacked out fitted cap very cool I wanted it for a while very neat but I they got me this bookshelf and I had to put it together but it's it's a it's about four or so feet tall, and it's got like uh, these slanted kind of shelves at an angle, so it looks all like cool or modern or something like that. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I put I just got up and I was like, well, I'm gonna try to put this together, and then I'll see how I feel after that. So I put this bookshelf together. took took a while, a couple of couple of the pieces when I I put them in, like I I already like uh you know. Thank, thank goodness I had an electric screwdriver, you know, I, otherwise that would have taken way fucking long, but, so I had like, uh, I had to take a couple of the pieces more than once, uh, I think actually three times, take the pieces that I had already attached and like, like put them in and shit, because when I went to put the next piece, like I, I, I had put that piece upside down, so the holes were the wrong way, so I had to take it off, turn around, put it back on. I had to do that three times. So even following the directions, I I just wasn't that keen on the uptake, I guess. But I got it all put together. It looks great. Very happy with it. You know, it's helping with my overflow of books, and it's also going to serve as uh, my my TBR or my to-be-read shelf area as well. So very cool uh, did that. But that's, uh, you know, after that, man, I just... I uh, I definitely didn't feel like doing anything after that, but take a shower, and then I was like, well, I'm going to lay down here and read this book, and uh, three hours later, I woke up on the couch like, well, that was good, and then, uh, you know, it was the Super Bowl yesterday, uh, whether you watch sports or not, it's just uh, prevalent out there, everyone knows it's Super Bowl Sunday, and so, you know, I watched the Super Bowl, and I, you know, it was it was fun. It was fine. I don't know. It was just fun to watch, uh, you know, with, with my wife and my buddy uh, that, you know, stopped by. Uh, 
I don't know. You know, it's a Super Bowl. It's weird. There wasn't a lot of people in the stands. It seemed kind of odd, but it was still a, a game was played, and the the Tampa Bay Tom Brady's uh, sure did win again, and 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 proud we are of all of them. So yeah, that was my day, and then I just went to sleep. Like I I just was wrecked, just so so out of it. So so here we are this morning, Monday morning. I'm up. I'm bright eyed. I'm bushy tailed. I'm all loaded up and ready to go for you and get this podcast out today. So, uh, so thank you guys for that's that. See, I'm very transparent here with with how we do things at the studio of evil and the in Wayne Manor uh, out here at the John Wayne Lied to You uh, Compound Ranch, I guess. But uh, yeah, so that that's it. That's it, and that's that for for yesterday. Uh, but. Yeah, thank you guys for joining me, as always, coming back around. Uh, new listeners, old listeners, long-time listeners, uh, baby listeners, fetus, child, young listeners, single-cell organism listeners. I appreciate all of it. Uh, thank you guys uh, so, so much. So uh, before we get any further, I want to give a sh- major shout-out to all of my Patreon people. Thank you guys so much for supporting me on Patreon. Uh, I very much appreciate it. If any of you uh, listeners out there would like to show old Uncle Johnny a little bit more support, throw him a couple bucks, hey, just go to my Patreon. John Wayne is uh, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And there are, of course, several tiers for you to choose from. You get all kind of cool things, monthly stories, uh, all that kind of stuff, free, free things. And uh, every tier gets access to uh, the other another weekly show I do called the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, where I talk to artists that I know from around the country, and uh, it's always a good time. And this uh, this week, actually, you know, we have a, a the second half of a two part episode, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. This this was a a, a lot of fun, very very good uh, episode, I think. Um, uh, of the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast coming up and if you uh at my patreon you know you can for as little as one dollar a month join the uh dollar beer club on there and you get the podcast and everything else that's on the patreon wall so any videos i put up there there's a free audio book there's an audio book up there read by me <clears throat> all this kind of stuff guys and it's like for one dollar you can get that and you know, if you want to join one of the other tiers and get some other stuff that's cool too so go check that out for me i really appreciate uh all the support i get uh patreon.com slash john wayne is dead so anyway moving along the rest of this week you know it's been uh i i you know i was saying i think i was talking to uh, my mom yesterday shouts out mom and i said i put it like you know i think i put i put together a few good days here you know it's uh it was a good week of things i um let's see i signed two not one but two book contracts uh this this past week or week and a half i'm not sure i i Pretty sure I didn't talk about it all last week or forgot to or whatever, but two book contracts. So one is for uh, a book I already wrote. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry, guys. That grandpappy medicine got me. I need a sip of coffee. So I was, I've was i been talking on here, if you've been listening uh, along, about the series that I wrote, like three books that just kind of turned out to be like I didn't set – out to write a series at all I just was writing and then I, I finished the first this book and I was like well you know maybe I think I, I think I'd like to use this character again and like maybe continue this a little bit in a different way so I did that and then I was like well I might as well write a third one and I I didn't even plan on writing the third one right away I was gonna write something different but then what I started writing became the third book and I was like oh of course I'm just writing the third book what am I doing 
But, uh, you know, and so that was how it was initially, you know, done. I wrote it as like three books. So uh, I talked to some people. I pitched it around and, and stuff um, and talked to uh, some other of, of my good friends and got some feedback and advice as far as like how I should release this and ultimately decided to put it together as one book. So it's just one book with like part one, part two, part three. And I think I, I even think it works better that way, to be quite honest with you. So <clears throat> that is signed and sealed for and will be coming out uh, probably the end of this year or something like that. Maybe I'm not quite sure, actually. And that is coming out. I think I can go ahead and announce that. Yeah, why not? Because we were supposed to anyway. Death's Head Press, I've signed a uh, contract with them for that. And also uh for the splatter western series two that they are putting out in their splatter western collection um i've also talked about this on the show and you know my other the chris and uh, john wayne show with uh, christopher triana about first uh we talked a a lot about it i was like ah you know they they've talked to me about those before but i just i didn't want i I didn't have a lot of interest in writing a, a western at all and it's because you know, a lot of it is because of the attitude I have where I'm where people may be like, well, of course you should write one of these. And I'm like, well, fuck you. I don't want to write, you know, because my whole, you know, my name is John Wayne there. That's that's cowboy right there. You know, a Western Association. I live in Texas. I just I just felt like that was it was a little bit too on the nose, maybe. Or, you know, that was what's kind of turning me off. And I was like, oh, you don't know, I'm not super into a lot of Westerns. But then I, I it's like when you grow when you like I I hate lima beans when you're a kid, you know, and then all of a sudden, you, you know, you try them again. And some, you know, when you're older and you're like, oh, my God, this is my favorite fucking food. Oh, and you're shoving lima beans like in every hole of your body after that because you like them so much. I think it, it's something similar to that where uh, I guess I had it in my head that I didn't really like Westerns. Now, you know, when, when the movie Tombstone came out in the 90s, I loved that movie. Uh, that movie was awesome. I had the, the movie poster of that on my bedroom wall for a while. Uh, I really liked that movie. But for whatever reason, I I, I just was like, ah, I don't want to watch any older ones. Or blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I'm too cool or whatever was in my head. But so when all this splatter Western stuff started coming out uh, and they were like, hey, do you want to do one of these? And I was like, nah, I'm not. I, I don't want to do it. At least not right now. I don't want to force it, you know. And then I start watching, you know, Nick P starts showing me, you know, these old spaghetti Westerns. And next thing you know, I'm watching a bunch of them and I'm into them, you know. And then uh, I start, you know, I talked to Triana a little bit about it and he recommended some novels, some some uh, Western books for me to read, novels, old school stuff. So I've started diving into those and and watching all these westerns on my own and stuff. So I kind of gotten I've gotten into it. And I've gotten a little feel for it, and I have a little tickle, inkling of a of an idea that I'm birthing uh, for this particular story. So that I was like, you know, I, I was like, I think I have something for that too. I think I might want to do that. And then they they offered it to me, and I was like, okay, I'll do it. So that's cool. I have a deadline for that and all. Uh, so that. As if that wasn't, you know, that's awesome. And and honestly, it puts me at ease a lot because I'll be honest with you. It's like, uh, God, did I already talk about this? I can't remember. Sometimes I just talk to myself about things. But either way, you know, it's like uh, 
okay, so when I play, I've played in bands forever. And, you know, of course, there have been no gigs for the past year and shit because of all this. Um, at least no, like, true legit gigs, I guess. I don't know. Uh, however you feel about that some i know i just say that because i know some bars especially around houston or not in houston but in the north part like in the suburbs up north of houston are doing shows in some bars and stuff like that i don't know how or why or what the situation is with that but uh i haven't taken any of those gigs i don't necessarily think i want to do that right now but that's nothing to do with what i'm talking about year like years ago when i was you know in playing in the in bands i was always the dude that booked the shows like i was in charge of booking and it, it, it was mostly because i i i knew i would stay on it because it was me and i had like a little bit of a con- control problem and maybe still where i was like no i want to do this i want to make sure it's done and i want to uh, so i'll do it plus booking is hard dude booking is uh takes a long time and it's 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 you know tedious it's a lot of uh it takes a lot of time and it sucks to be quite honest with you. But, um, you know, it's, it's it's what you gotta do. But I would get so, uh, such high anxiety if we didn't have the next gig booked already after we played, um, you know, our, our gig. So if we played on Saturday night and we didn't have something, have something in my puberty, we didn't have something going on for like the next month or two, whatever it was, or two weeks. I would be like, oh god damn, dude, we gotta, I gotta figure, you know, and I would get just crazy, you know, trying to book, book and make sure we were booked and backed up on bookings and stuff like that. And of course, some of that anxiety goes away as you kind of, you know, get a little bit older and and you know, figure it out a little bit better. But I think I was like, that was experiencing a little bit of that because I didn't have like after Mage, you know, Mage of the Hellmouth just came out. Hey, Mage of the Hellmouth, my new book, it's available, guys, Amazon, and I still have some available on my. Uh, Website, johnwayneisdead.com, uh, on the shop page. Thank you to everybody that ordered uh, one from the shop here recently. i just getting those all sent out, and I uh, should have them soon. So uh, thank you for that. And it's also at Amazon and Kindle and all that kind of good stuff. But I didn't have anything signed, like, for sure. I just had some pitches going out and talking to some people about things. So I was feeling a little bit of uh, pressure and anxiety that I was putting on myself uh, to have something in the pipeline lined up and uh having that done now takes a tremendous tremendous pressure off of me i feel uh, even if as self-induced as as it is so uh that was great that was a great thing about the week also i uh sold a story uh to a publisher in spain run by uh my good buddy hugo camacho uh, Orsini Press is uh, publishing one of my short stories in in one of their uh, their Patreon collections or zines. I forget uh, exactly what what it's going on, but uh, Hugo is translating it, and uh, yeah, it was cool. He you know he uh, is an awesome dude for life for sure. Shouts out Hugo if you're listening. He's one of my Patreon dudes. We've met a few years ago at at, at BizarroCon in Portland when he flew in for that, and we bonded immediately over. Um, because I, I I picked him up at the airport with Danger Slater and we bond he and I bonded immediately over Hedwig and the Angry Inch and uh, from then on we've just been uh, you know great fast fast friends I would say I can't wait to get to see that dude in person again so that was a nice little thing to you know have that come out of the blue and uh, yeah and just get some get some things going and one more little cherry on top I uh, 
also received two more uh, audiobook narration gigs for for books. So, book narrations for books, yes. So, I will also be uh, working a lot on those uh, coming up, and, and we can talk more about that as I'm doing them. But, you know, I'm, I'm doing some finishing touches still on uh the until the sun by chandler morrison that i've been doing and this is why i know i've been working on this for a while but i've talked about how the audible and the company acx that runs that they're very strict and stringent and i you know going this is kind of like sometimes how i personally learn things is like backwards where i kind of go at it i I like i'm like I like to learn things hands-on, like a kinesthetic learner. So what I learned in my Starbucks training, um, I don't necessarily want to sit and like read a bunch of directions to something, or or you know, I just want to get in there and mess with it, with you know, see what I can figure out. And you know, I know some 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 things about sound recording and stuff, and have a little setup, but uh, but learning the ins and outs of this. Uh, of how this works for this this company and all the settings and all that kind of stuff that you have to do, I now know pretty intimately these things. And as I'm working backwards a little bit, I, I just have to clean up some of this sound, some of the background things uh, that I'll know next time. I won't even have to clean these up because they won't. I'll, I'll know how to do them. And by that I mean this, like, like not like I'm panting into the mic, but. If you have excessive breath, they don't breathing. They call it. You have to take all that out. So even where it almost sound, where it'd be like a naturally like you're talking and you know where you would naturally have a breath, if it's deemed like an excessive breath sound, you have to take it out. So there's things about mic performance handling and that, and also if like uh, and I'm sorry if this sticks anybody out, but anytime that you're talking, if I'm reading something and I'm like, like your mouth just makes that. As you go to say the next word, you have to take all that shit out. So, uh, but now I'll know moving forward. So when I start to tackle these next two books here in the here in the this coming week, because uh, I should be finished with all of this uh, here today or tomorrow to resubmit to uh, in and should be good. I'll know, and those will go much faster. And the more I do this, of course, I'll get better at it. So, but very good uh, news. I know. Uh, I just, I just had to like you know kind of just put out there what it was a good week for me uh as far as career-wise stuff goes and uh made me very happy so I'm I'm going to enjoy the moment while I can cuz as we know all things are in flux all the time and uh sometimes we're up sometimes we're down sometimes we are all around but you know that's how it is and that is how we do it now uh this has been such a long nice little rambling uh, intro. That's fine. This is uh, how we do it on the show. But I think we should probably get into our three-card tarot reading of the day. Now, as you don't know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every show, and I kind of write down my thoughts and what what's going on with me, and then put those up against the cards and my thoughts, and my feelings, and get a try to get a fresh perspective or a new way of looking at these things uh, that I'm thinking about in my life. So without further ado, let's let's get into that. So the things that I wrote down for this week uh, kind of been going on my mind is is focus, maintaining focus, um, not losing sight of things. And that means keeping myself moving and not being burned out, uh, not allowing myself to get run down or burned out on any any certain aspect that I'm working on. Uh, 
scheduling, and I'll, I'll expound upon that because we need to catch up about that from last week and the week before. Planning, follow through, uh, planning and follow through, and that that kind of goes just through with uh, not that I'm not following through with what I'm supposed to do, but just planning so that I have the time to direct like direct the follow through for my job for whatever I'm doing uh, in the right direction and have like the highest output that I can. And uh, motivations check, I put, making sure that I have the proper motivations for what I'm doing. And that goes with, like, making sure I'm not taking too too much on at one time, uh, making sure I'm doing what I'm doing for a reason that's going to contribute to my goal and move me forward uh, type of thing. And so with the scheduling, uh, we talked about that. I was going to be working on uh you know kind of laying out like between this hour and this hour i'll do this and this hour and this hour i'll do that and uh so i did it you know last the week before last uh maybe once or twice this week i really buckled down and and i did it probably four days three days i I wrote on my white on my white uh, dry erase board in here uh from this time to this time i'm doing this from this time to this time i'm doing that and i and on the days that I, I didn't do it when I was just like, okay, I just, I just have to sit and work on this for a long time today. So I, I just have to bury myself in this particular thing. But I found like with the scheduling kind of, it, it did work well for me so far. Uh, you know, and I've left, I leave wiggle room in there, you know, so it's not like I'm like, as soon as the clock strikes 1230, you know, put this down and pick this up. You know, I've got some, some breaks in there, you know, where I just like, kind of leave some buffer time if I want to go longer on something or if I, you know, want a break or whatever. So I have to say it's working out pretty well for me so far. So I'm going to keep up with that this week and see how, uh, how it keeps going and how, how I'm, how I'm responding, how my output is, how I feel about my work and my time, uh, doing that, that kind of thing still. So so it's going well. So that's the update, guys. I stayed on it. I'm still doing it. So uh, first card we've got here today uh, uh, for our uh, reading is, um, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm uh, moving around my my screen here the wrong way. All right, here we go. So I have the uh, Ace of Swords, um, right side, up, upright. All, my, last week, our reading, every card was uh, in the reverse position. This week, all three cards are in the upright and uh, keep your upright locked position. So, so with the Ace of Swords, um, so this is a, a good card to start with on the reading. This is a positive card of uh, basically uh, intellectual and creative kind of energy uh, that's that's occurring right now for us. For whatever reason, you know, we're on the the verge of, of breaking through something on, a, on whatever we're doing or having, you know, some kind of uh, realization with ourselves, like a breakthrough emotionally, you know, anything like that. We're, we're on the verge and this is a very good thing. Right. Um, and and, uh, and like even some we can kind of feel like uh, some clouds are lifting. Maybe we can see like sh- the, the path and like it, it gives us a little bit of a relief to be able to just see the path is there and uh but we still have to keep make sure we stay this keep a focus and not you know get let a lot of people in our ear right now um you know because we want to make the most of this uh this kind of flash of potential and that's what like the ace of swords is and some of these like ace cards it's like you're it's not 
like you you know you got the power up and now you're this is how you are forever this is like a I don't know Mario Brothers when you get the star and your your guy's invincible think about it like that but it's only for you know a few seconds it's kind of like that this is like a, a flash of uh you know this energy this this kind of uh creative uh spark and we need to make the the most out of it now while it's going on not you know, not sit here and, and think too much about it or, or let this uh, moment or this time go. So so we need to look at this as encouragement to uh, do what we need to do. Embrace. If we have a new idea, let's let's embrace it and let's start it. Um, let's, you know, look at the opportunities ahead of us and, and go ahead and make the decision to to go with that opportunity. Um you know, we and we also it might be a time to learn something new. Like it might be just uh, I want to start this project, but I've always been interested in I don't know. Like you know, it's passed through my mind a few times, more than a few times uh, in my life. Uh, is like you know, I might you know, it sounds cool, woodworking. That would be neat. Build a chair, you know, build a thing, uh, you know. So. Uh, but if I wanted to really do that, I couldn't just go out, buy some wood, and start banging it together. I would have to, you know, take time to learn how to actually do these things, learn this skill, practice it, and shit like that. So that's all. This is a good time for that. Now, am I going to start woodworking, guys? No. Come on. Who do you think I am, Johnny Woodwork over here? I'm not going to be out there sanding and lathing and all that shit. I don't have time for that. I got to fucking got to do other stuff, you know. So, uh. But, you know, it's crossed my mind, but that's just an example. So if that's something, you know, like that we're thinking about, let's go learn that. Let's start learning it now, you know, while we're while we're jazzed about it. You know, we'll keep that excitement going once we once we start to see that, oh, we can do this because, you know, we're learning and it's not this is as hard as we thought it was going to be. You know, that that's what this time is supposed to be for these realizations and and moving forward on these ideas, Um, you know. This is the beginning, you know, of this. Like I said, this is the kind of the initial this burst thing for you to get started with something. So we just need to, because after this kind of like starts to to wane, when we move on to the next moment, we want to make sure we've set ourselves up in this to keep going on this path that we've started, keep going with this endeavor. So we'll want to, you know, make sure we're channeling the right creative energy that we have after this moment passes that we're making the right moves you know we're like i said we're keeping that confidence going and building because we're seeing how how we can do this the path is becoming visible and you know we just need to keep that mindset and know like we can this this is what we we can be successful at this um and we will you know it's it's just all about keeping that right mindset about these things and using these moments of of inspiration uh, to to our advantage, uh, when when we have them. So, so yeah. So that's uh, that's the that's the Ace of Swords. Now the next card we got is the Five of Wands. So typically in in the the deck, fives uh, have like a, an element of conflict, perhaps with them, and this one uh, of course does as well. The Five of Wands. This is uh this is saying that we might be um, in the midst of 
uh, tension between ourselves and other people, or we feel like we are in competition uh, with with someone or some other a group, and and what this is is doing, it's it's keeping us from moving forward because we're stuck in this this kind of tense uh, feeling of you know. Uh, I don't know, like of unrest or, you know, a, con- a conflict. There's a conflict going on that we are not dealing with well or comfortable with. So it's it's kind of keeping us from even moving forward right now. Uh, this uh, this card also says when, when we get this card, we might be in a situation where everybody in everybody involved in this with us is trying to be heard at the same, including uh, including us at the same time, though. But when we do that, when everybody's just wants to be heard no one's listening to each other um because no one's really no one's listening to what the other person has to say they just want to get to where you stop and listen to them and they can say how they're right and you know when this kind of thing happens it just creates conflicts you know uh because it's there's no communication if you should not people aren't listening to each other like truly communicating um so to combat this we have to take this, you know, we can't just say like, well, everyone will get their shit together eventually. We have to be the one to kind of steer this ship, if you will. So we need to be the one right now to 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 quiet and listen and, and actually listen and, and engage uh, with the person or people and what they have to say. And, you know, whether you agree or disagree it doesn't matter right now. Just just listen and, and let people make their case and and known that you are listening and respecting what they have to say and then you know you can from there kind of after things are calm you have a discussion about how to figure this out make it it can be productive you know um it's uh if you're like working especially especially like if you're brainstorming or, or or creatively writing something together maybe uh, I know that, like I've I've talked about that when Nick P and I write sh- like write shit together, I'll, I'll oftentimes just get so frustrated to be yelling at him for you know uh, changing this and well let's do that instead. Like after I've already done, it's very funny, but um, and it's never like I'm never like yelling at him because I'm actually mad. It's just you know you get frustrated, especially when you're in a creative uh, type thing. And uh, but he's perfect for it because he just like, I don't know, man, I think that it's still not funny and he never like gets back. So he's already exhibiting what we should do to uh, to, you know, combat this five of wands, you know, uh, conflict energy is to just listen and not not uh, engage in the con the conflict. You know, if you don't engage and become defensive, uh, which is very hard to do, I know easier said than done. But this is just how we are going to. Uh, ne- negotiate these situations and, and get on the same page and, and calm ourselves too. I, I, and I, this is something I work on. Like I said, especially in writing with, with Nick, when we do stuff, it, it's listening because y- you want to be, I don't know. You want to think you're right. You know, when you have, especially you're like, just an example. If I have like a scene that I've written, I'm like, this is funny. And, you know, and, and, and then you know Nick could be like, no, it's 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 not funny, dude. And I'll it, and I'll be like, no, no, it is funny, and that's it. You get it in your head, and you know, uh, it's just that. But every time, like when I was like when I would approach it like that, if when once I went back and thought about it, 
after a day or so, I'd be like, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, it, it just it, it's it's humbling because uh, you want to be right, too, sometimes. But it's good to have that. You know, sometimes you don't realize how important what the opposite opinion is, how important it is for you to hear that and actually think about it, especially in a creative situation, especially uh, if you're working with someone in some kind of project. Uh, you know, if, if you have to work together in it, you, you got to take that. Uh, it's like taking criticism, you know, and, and that's that's something to, to take and, and learn how to do. And and this is a kind of the same thing, you know, especially if someone's telling you the complete opposite of what you think is going to work on something. It's, you know, it's just like that. So we have to, like I said, we just have to be the person who uh, we need to work on being able to to steer that, like I said, into a productive type of, uh, of discussion. It has to be us. And, uh, you know, you, me, I don't know, you know, I'm talking about the Royal, the Royal us, the Royal, uh, editorial. Anyway, last card, nine of swords. So, so this, this can kind of, okay. So this kind of uh, folds in, uh, right there with the, um, five of wands kind of because this is about when this card comes up it's saying basically we're having some negative thoughts anxiety bad feelings these things uh dis- disturbing feelings that are weighing us down we're we're excessively worrying about something right now and that excessive worry is spawning thoughts that uh, are not productive to us. They're negative thoughts. We just get more and more stress. We're stressing ourselves out. We're giving ourselves anxiety attacks over this kind of thing. Um, and and the more we obsess about this kind of stuff, the more that we let this weigh us down, it, it, it becomes the ruler of our lives. Um, it, it just does. This is just a, a, a bat. This is a perpetuation that is... Uh, not one we don't want to get caught up in. You know, the more we think about this, the more you obsess over what's not working, the more we work ourselves up, the more anxiety, the more the negative cycle keeps continuing. And one thought becomes this thought and becomes this thought and this thought. Now you're you're overwhelming yourself. You're spiraling yourself out because you've you've built this worry up over this one thing so so much so that that it's it's dominating every aspect of your life. And, and what this card warns against, and this is something, man, I, I have seen happen and talk about, like to, it, it, you can manifest these negative things for yourself. What, what, ha- this, what you're doing and saying, this could become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you're, you know, just obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with, uh, I don't know, thinking like, oh, if you're have a job and you're like oh this my my report this is a good I just fucked it up I know I'm gonna get fired I'm gonna get fired oh man this is gonna get me fired oh god I'm gonna be fired you know and if you're walking around thinking that you got you gotta understand like your actions start to you know uh subconsciously you're gonna start acting like that like doing what's gonna get you fired and and make it draw attention to those things and, and you're just manifesting that uh you know that negativity you're met you're going to bring forth these you know kind of negative events in your life because you're expecting them you're you're basically creating them you're bringing them into your existence by you know the thing the main thing you don't want by by worrying so much about it 
you're making it happen to yourself. So what? Uh, so what? The way to look at this, and you know, I, I I'm not saying that like uh, it's easy to just not worry about something, uh, especially you know, there's a lot of important matters going on in people's lives. I'm not trying to sound like, uh, oh, it's just so easy. Look at me. I'm John Wayne. Just stop reading about No, it's it's difficult. That's why we have to work on these things all the time. I'm always working on it too. But one way to look at this and, and to kind of step back is to look at it as like, you know, this is not necessarily accurate. Um, true. It's not, it's not, by that I mean, this is probably most likely not as bad as it is in your mind. It, our heads, we, we make these things up to be these huge things. We go worst case all the time. But if we can step back and kind of try to gain a little bit of perspective from the outside and see that like, okay, this isn't really as bad as it, it seems. I'm projecting this kind of onto my reality. So let's step back and try to pick this apart and, and feel, uh, you know, first of all, understand it's not that bad. It's not as bad as we made it out to be. And now how can we uh, pull back from this? How can we stop the negative thought pattern? You know, how do we do that? Uh, it's going to be different for everybody. Easier said than done. I like to, you know, count the good things going on, no matter what, how big or small they are. Uh, you know, those can definitely derail negative thoughts. If, especially if you're like, yeah, I am. Yeah, I did do that. You know, it's, it's just the little things, but it's a start, right? So that's our reading for today. Uh, you know, I think that basically I got a lot out of this. I think that, you know, with this reading, it's saying this is a, a big time of inspiration and creative energy for us, but we have some things to, uh, deal. We have to get out of our own way kind of with these two, with the five of swords and I mean, five of wands and nine of swords coming after that, you know, we need to, to get out of our own way, uh, you know, stop fighting, communicate, uh, listen and, listen to ourselves and not take, you know, not build these things up to be so bad and, you know, use this energy now while we can. So I got a lot out of that. I hope you did as well. Um, and, uh, oh, if you didn't know or not, I do a three card tarot reading, uh, or not three card tarot. Fuck. I'm sorry. I do a card of the day, uh, reading on my Instagram every, every morning at John Wayne is dead. So if you want to Learn some more about tarot or, you know, just check that out. Uh, just follow me on Instagram and check out the stories. It also goes to my Facebook story, too. So, uh, yeah. So, um, earlier I mentioned the uh, Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. Uh, that's on my Patreon every week. And um, I, I've, I've been, I haven't done this the last few weeks. But what I, I, ha- I was doing quite often was playing a, a snippet uh, from this week's episode of the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast so that you can, uh, you know, Give it a listen, get to know my guest for that week, and, and if you want to check out the rest of it, just shoot on over to the Patreon, and uh, you know you can join one of the tiers and, and, and hear that, plus all the back episodes. I think this is like, we're at 58, 59 episodes right now of that show over there. So, But uh, this week I am going to get back to um, playing a, a clip here. I just want to play a short clip. This is actually from uh, a two-part episode, a two-part podcast uh, that I did that's going up on the Patreon uh, today, uh, this week on Wednesday, part two will go up. So part one is already up there. Um, if you haven't listened to it already uh, and you're on the Patreon, check it out. This is with my very good friend, Dana Graham, who is, uh, you know, she was on one of the very early, early episodes of Awesome Dude for Life. We did it in her, her studio. This time we did it in my studio and we talked for a really long time about her art, 
Um, she's a tattoo artist. She is an actress and a singer or a vocalist. And how she's kind of, uh, you know, she's definitely combated a lot of stuff to to get to where she is there. And uh, it, it's a great conversation about not quitting and, and what it takes when you're trying, when, when you want to take these steps in your life to create what you want to be and, and you know, make that happen. There's a, always a, you know, you don't want to quit. That's one of the main things. So we talk a lot about that as well. It was a great conversation. Like I said, it was over two hours. Uh, so I split it into two episodes. So uh, I'm going to play a little bit from part two right now. Uh, just to let you guys get get a little taste, but uh, I, I, you know, I would encourage you shoot on over to my Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead, and at the very least, join the Dollar Beer Club to check out check out the rest of the episodes. And if not, just uh, make sure you check out Dana and uh, all her stuff here. If you're in the Houston area, she tattoos under Octoboros is her name at Octoboros uh, or at uh, Parenthesics is her other uh, Instagram thing. But you can find her anyway. Uh, so here we go. Let's listen to a little bit of me and Dana. Okay. And you recently went back to Salt Lake. I did. Because you did like a tattooing yeah. stint at a shop there. Uh, it's actually, it's called Raventhorn Manor. And they have two shops in Salt Lake. Now that sounds like it's in Hogwarts. I know. Is that is that it's, where this is at? It's, okay, it's Utah, and it's kind of like an alternate reality mm-hmm. from kind of everywhere else. Uh, okay. it, oh, it's such a beautiful shop. Oh my god, they uh, there's two shops. There's SLC Inc., which is like kind of a downtown street shop. Like everybody, you know, it's really really popular. A lot of people go there. And then they have this like more of a specialty shop, uh, Raventhorn Manor, and then mm. there's a very specific artist in it. And the whole place, it's like literally like a haunted house. Not a haunted house is in like a commercial way, but it's like a home um, that they bought and then renovated, and now it's just just a bunch of tattoo artists just in rooms, there, each yeah. occupying different rooms. And um, yeah, and supposedly it's haunted, and there's a whole thing about it. But uh, I had a great time. Those ghosts done me good. So <laughs> yeah, and that's like if for people listening who don't know, like when you're a tattoo artist, that's uh, it's common to go to city to city and like guest in shops like yeah for it depends on what kind of artist there you know a a lot of people don't have a lot of what is it exp or exposure to uh like a specialty artist which is what i'm trying to become well oh what is your specialty trying to become oh yeah so um well okay so um so i go by octoboris right and um, and we're talking by specialty, we're talking like style, like new right, school, style. like yes. traditional, yes. blah, blah, blah. So I um, deal a lot in black work, specifically, so just mm. uh, really heavy blacks in a piece, and um, I can do color work, but it's just not my interest. I mm-hmm. prefer kind of one or two colors, but mm-hmm. I definitely want to specialize a lot in black work, and then I do um, traditional Japanese style as well, mm-hmm. and then I also do a lot of kind of neo-traditional sort of work but um yeah and then also the stuff on your body yeah <laughs> but yeah but mine stuff's all black yeah, it's all black yeah. black that all done. black everything every day i'll take it yeah and and that's what i like when people because i'm sure you get this a lot too but you are you are a tattoo artist but mm-hmm. people will ask me like hey do you know a tattoo artist you can recommend like to do be, but but these are like johnny come lately's it's not like somebody like knows mm-hmm. you know so i'm like well what do you want yeah because it makes a like, difference well i don't know suggest. who do you like and i'm like well what do you want yeah 
Well, you ever see the Jesus fish wrapped around two elephants who are fucking? Who can do that for me? You know, like that. Do you want like a realism kind of or do you want it? Yeah, I'm like uh, abstract. What are, we, what are we talking about here? So it's hard to, uh, yeah. So that's like specializations are very. I, I'm always like, go to the artist who does like the thing that that you want that you Definitely. like, yeah. and then give them some. Some freedom, some, some in leeway yeah. in their in their specialization, and you'll get an awesome tattoo. Oh, definitely. A lot of people don't recognize, uh, don't realize that um, it's not the shop; it's the artist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like obviously, the shop is very important in the sense of like you know reputable, sterilized. You but the artists but... make the shops reputable, right? Unless it's you're the, it, Oliver it... Pet, unless you're <laughs> you're a name, name drop. Unless there's somebody that has a name like that that right. you put out there, like on the shop, right? But that's that's what I mean. But is the, he's, he's still the, he's, the, an he's artist. still the draw, and he's yeah. still an artist. He's, yeah, he's the you're one, going yeah. to an artist at the end of the day, and not all artists do everything. You know, yeah. Like, Sean uh, Sean Oz Oliver shouts out that's done like pretty much almost everything on me. The first uh, tattoo shop he worked at, Hot Stuff Deluxe, dude. It was on 1960 in like this strip center with nothing else in it except night moves and a jerk and one of those jerk off hand hand massage parlors <laughs> good uh that was it literally and that and that everything else was empty mm-hmm. and i went there like to get tattooed from him specifically, specifically yeah like for until he moved to another shop like and it was Fights in the park. You went to fights in the parking lot. People getting shot. People getting jerked off left and right with their left and rights. Like, like, yeah. And, so and it, getting shot, man. Yeah. That, so it, it, shops are. It's. It is. Uh. You're. You're absolutely right. That's a a misnomer. Like it doesn't necessarily. It's hard to say. Like, well, this is a good shop. Sometimes you can say that. Yeah. If you it, can like it's, vouch it's for every artist, artist in the shop, sure. But like, as a whole. Uh, like uh, what people don't recognize and understand is you're going to an artist individually specializes or does something better than another artist or vice versa or whatever it is. So uh, like I was recently asked to do like to do a a rainbow flower piece, like this big rainbow flower piece. And, and honestly, yeah, sure. I could have made money on it. Sure. I probably could have done all right on it, but it isn't my focus and it isn't something that I feel I would want to do or I would want in my portfolio etc so I passed the piece up and was like no you know go to this person that specializes in what you want because I'd rather you have something um that I can you know like I put a seal of approval and be for sure that you're going to enjoy it you know 50 years down the line and it should be something that I know that I can yeah you know. I was just about to ask you that if you've if you've like been like yeah I'm not going to do that one mm-hmm because yeah. sometimes it's easy, especially when you're trying to just like get work or start to just like take every like all comers, take all like of it, uh, yeah. all comers in your face. But yeah, it's a uh, it's better to like stick with your well, to, 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 to believe be in what you're yourself. doing and yeah, be honest like, about uh, it. Like I, I I've worked <clears throat> in walk-in shops, you know, throughout my career where whoever comes through the door with whatever the fuck idea, like that's what you put on them, like printer style. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I always thought this isn't necessarily the kind of tattoo artist that I want to be. I want to be a specialist. I want to be able to, uh, you know, create art that I believe in or put work on people that I can back up or that I personally, you know, I wouldn't mind being on my body. A little bit of myself and my good friend Dana. Please check that out the rest of the episode at, uh, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and uh, be sure to check out Dana's stuff at Octoboros and at 
parenthesis. Uh, and uh, yeah, so without uh, more further ado, I think we'll move right on into our story portion of the of the show. This is going to be a little bit of a long and I guess, but uh, hey, that's fine sometimes. Uh, that's what she said. So this week I was thinking, uh, you know, about conventions and uh, hopefully these ones I have coming up don't get canceled and that they run well and safe and all of that uh, kind of good stuff. Uh, and I started thinking about when I was, I, I, I remembered as a kid the kind of uh, going to uh, some comic conventions or one in particular, I guess. Um, so, uh, yeah, so this this came to my mind. I wanted to talk talk about this story today. So we'll call this uh, uh, Spawn more like Gone. So back uh, back as a as a as a young child. Um, no, not super young, but I guess in uh, starting in probably middle school. Uh, and then sporadically throughout high school here and there, I collected comic books, uh, for sure. Just, just different things that I, uh, was into. The the only things I really collected steadily for a while when I was young was Thor. Uh, I had quite, I I had a subscription to that and Daredevil. So I read those pretty, pretty consistently, um, for a bit, and then of course I just kind of get got stuff I liked, found shit, you know. Um, but uh, there was this time in in that kind of happened with, uh, you know, where Todd McFarlane was working for Marvel, and he's an artist if you don't know, and he uh, he had this awesome style, and I think he did like you know, and this other artist Jim Lee, they were coming up and and they were their styles were badass and they broke away and like you know Todd McFarlane starts Image Comics and uh it's a huge hit at first and he uh has his character Spawn and Spawn is a you know a superhero from hell basically uh guy dies you know gets gets sent to hell and he wants revenge and all this kind of stuff so the devil lets him go back to earth but he has to you know be this kind of uh anti-hero type of thing and then like there's this demon that's the violator that's trying to get anyway i'm not going to hear to tell the story of spawn but anyway it was a very popular comic book and uh todd mcfarlane was all of a sudden like everybody knew who todd mcfarlane was right especially if you collected comic books this was a huge thing in the comic book world uh and you know it's like the style of art was just so badass just so different uh, from the most of the comic art you were seeing at that time. And, you know, this is kind of like a bad boy club, you know? He like, breaks out of Marvel. Marvel is like, well, fuck you, I'm starting my own thing, you know? So it had all this cool kind of mystique and cool shit around it. So I, uh, and this is, again, this is, there's not, there's no internet and phones and shit at this point. So, you know, you don't, it, it's not as easy as, like, finding, uh, you know, signings or conventions and stuff. So, for some, however, like this was so such a big deal that I I even heard it through the grapevine. Uh, I think from some guys at school or something. I I'm not quite sure how I was turned on to it. I'm pretty sure someone at school had to have t- told me. But that uh, that weekend, Todd McFarlane was going to be at a comic convention in Houston that was going to be at like some. I don't know, Ramada Inn or some shit. 
uh, and he was signing copies of Spawn 1. Like, if you got, like, so many people, I guess, got copies or something like that. If you were there, uh, the first X amount of people, and he would sign them, but otherwise, you know, you could get up there and buy a comic book, and he'd sign it. I- I'm not sure. Something like that. So I was like, hell yeah, dude, I this is going to be awesome. So I, I beg my dad to take me to this, convince him to take me, right? And this is not, uh, you know, not an easy feat for something like that, especially back then, uh, for me to tell my dad on his on a Saturday, hey, can you get up and uh, take me to this comic convention and, and then wait around with me while I do this? Not necessarily his cup of tea, but he did suck it up here and, and decide to take me. Now, uh, we get, like, okay, so I also, this thing, the doors open at, I don't know, 9 a.m., something like that. Like, this is a one-day thing. You know, back then, we didn't have, like, a, back then, I mean, you know, at that time, there was no uh, Comic Palooza, which is the big Comic Con here that is in Houston that I don't really like to go to, but uh, we didn't have that. There was no Wizard World, these huge comic, you know, conventions that run three days and, uh, you know, have all these different celebrities and all this kind of stuff. It wasn't like that. We just didn't have those uh, yet. So it was just a one-shot, one-day thing in, like, the, you know, they kind of open all the conference rooms, I guess, at these, like, at a Ramada Inn or something, and and that was it. That was where it was. So we get there, and and like I said, doors opened at, like, 9 a.m., something like that. So, of course, I'm up early. I'm wanting to go and get there soon as it starts, but... You know, my dad's like, oh, just, you know, we'll get there. Don't worry about it. It's that, that kind of thing. He wanted to do a couple things and stuff before we left. So I, I, I want to say we probably got out there maybe a, maybe a little bit before noon, maybe 11, maybe even 1030 or something like that if it started at 9. And we pulled up and parked, and the line, there was a line of people out the door of the hotel wrapping around the whole fucking hotel and like the, to the sidewalk and out, like it was this huge line. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this? You know? And I, you know, immediately I see my dad, like, Oh Jesus Christ. What the hell have I got myself into? And, uh, so we start walking up to it and, you know, I ask like, what is this the line for? And like, this is the line to, for Todd McFarlane. I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, Hmm. And it just keeps going, and they're like, yeah, they, this is, at this point, it's like hours, this amount of hours wait that you'll have more than likely stand here until you get to him. And it was like, ah, oh, shit. And like, you know, my dad definitely doesn't want to wait in this line with me, and I'm not too keen on it either. I'm like, I really wanted to do this. I really wanted to get, you know, the Spawn comic autographed, but I was just like, ah. I don't know hours and uh i was like i i don't know dad i mean i want to i want to go in i want to get comics but he was like this is just this is too, a little too out of control we won't even by the time we get up there he won't probably won't even be signing anymore and i was like yeah that's probably true um so so he you know so we're trying to figure it out i'm i'm obviously uh crestfallen at this point because you know, I'm not going to get this autograph. I'm not even going to get to go in and look at comics or anything like that because I guess this was set up so oddly. Uh, but so my dad's like, all right, let's go. How about we'll just stop at the comic shop on the way home and I'll buy you some comics and then we'll call it a good day. And I was like, all right, I guess that'll work because, 
you know, I thought we were just going to like, ah, fuck it, we're just going to go home. But he's like, well, we'll stop and buy some comics. So we stopped at like this local shop uh, that was, you know, a- around our neighborhood on the way home. And I got like a, you know, good handful of comics. And I we ended up like my dad's like talking to those the dudes that work there, the comic book shop guys, while I'm uh, looking because he's like uh, saying like, yeah, we just came from that comic. You know, that guy was signing a line is hours long and blah, 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 this and that. And uh, and they said, yeah, we've got one of our guys down there to get shit signed. But it doesn't look like he's going to that that uh, Todd McFarlane's going to stay and sign for the whole time that he's supposed to. And, they, and we're like, yeah, what? Like, and I'm just like, what? And he's like, yeah, like our our buddy down there, like talk to the runners or whatever. It looks like he's he's like run out of steam and, and not he's just going to he's going to peace out like after an hour, another hour. He's not going to stay till five or whatever he's supposed to. My dad's like, see, huh? We would have waited in that line and got screwed and got hosed. Good thing we did that. And I was like, yeah, good thing. And uh, so I'm, I, I don't know if that ever happened or not. I didn't, like, find out, you know, but if he left the, the thing or not. But uh, he probably did. And I, I, either way, even if he would have been there, I mean, hours and hours for to get that autograph. And I want to tell you this. Nick P. was there, too. This is before I knew, long before I knew Nick P. But we've talked about this where he was at that exact same place, too. And uh, he did get the autograph. And now, like, there was so many of those Spawn ones at that time, then they were just like worthless. They, they, there was no value to any of these because they were just flooded the market and uh, all this. So I guess, it, I guess it worked out um, for the best. Plus, I got you know some pity comics from my dad, and uh, you know I of course used it to like uh, get some special ones that were a little bit more expensive that had, like the cool covers and stuff like that. And I'd be like, oh, this one and this one and this one. Uh, I remember that was fun. But uh, yeah. <clears throat> I was going to uh, fold this into like another kind of convention story, a baseball card uh, collecting convention uh, experience that I had, but now I think I'm going to save that actually as his own little story because uh, you know we this is a nice, good, uh, girthy episode. I think so. Uh, yeah, I, I'll just just leave it at that. You know, I never got uh, Todd McFarlane's autograph, and uh, I don't care to. You know, I'm not I'm not an autograph guy. I realize that. I I don't necessarily even when I meet somebody I'm not like trying to like get them to sign something for me so uh, I don't know it's just not my thing but uh, I do uh, I do like my books to get signed and stuff like that I guess uh, yeah I guess so I like that I don't know but either way I didn't get this autograph and it turns out I, I never really cared <laughs> There you go. A little uh, Spawn comic book autograph is story for you there. It's, uh, I still do collect comic books sporadically here and there. I'm, I, I'm, I'm into getting some of the older horror comics, actually, when I can find them uh, at cons sometimes. And, um, you know, haven't been to the old comic shop in quite a while because, uh, you know, we're all uh, pandemicking. But maybe, you know, I'll, I'll take a look at some, some of my old horror comics and, and uh, every once in a while and get into them in there. They're really fun. So thank you guys for joining me for another episode. I uh, super very much appreciate it and all your support. Uh, Don't forget my new book, Major the Hellmouth from Grindhouse Press, is out now. I have a few copies available left at the johnwayneisdead.com shop uh, on the shop page there. That Those will come signed and, and all that kind of good stuff from me and... Uh, it is also on Amazon and, and Kindle as well. If you'd like to check it out there, I very much appreciate it. Uh, you 
always go to johnwayneisdead.com for all the John Wayne is Dead uh, goings on happening and uh, to get access to the podcast and, and just to the Patreon. Everything you can find straight from that from that website. Uh, if, if you'd so so like, johnwayneisdead.com. Be sure to follow me at johnwayneisdead on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget uh, patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead and my other weekly show I do every Thursday with Christopher Triana. It's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Long form horror discussion. And uh, we just put our new sitcom opening up there with the, a song and a nice, cool, funny little video. So check that out on our Insta- on our YouTube and on the show. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. Thank you guys so, so much. And have a great week. And I will see you and spawn in hell. Ah.